Hi, you're about to listen to Dirty Laughs Podcast. When life doesn't give you the success you planned, grab a microphone and your three best friends and put on a show anyway. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Dirty Laughs Podcast. We have a special guest today. This is my friend Josh. Hello, how are you doing? Hi Josh. Oh, I'm really happy to have Josh with us today. Josh, tell us a little bit about what you do. So, um, I've started my own travel business. Um, I started it last March actually, so you can imagine how well it's been going since then. (laughs) What a time to start a travel business. (laughs) (laughs) Literally registered the business on the 3rd of March, yeah. And then we went into oh, lockdown two weeks later. Fun. So I feel that. Um, it's been a tough year, obviously. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I spent about five, roughly five years. I came home a couple of times in between that, like traveling around the world. Um, I got to live in Australia and New Zealand, traveled to India, China. Um, it was a really amazing experience and I loved it. And I definitely think everybody should do it. So that's why I've kind of started a travel company to encourage people to go and see the world and learn what's out there and, and see what's going on. So, yeah. So your business is called Snackpacker, right? Yes, snackpacker.com it's called. Um, so you can head over and have a look at the website. It's only a, a little placeholder at the minute, but we'll have a proper one soon. Oh, so. that sounds so cool. That's exciting. Um, we will hear some more from Josh and about your company um, and about what's going on a bit later. Um, How has everyone's week been? I feel like I should change my name to Sam Bottomless Brunch Drain. (laughs) You do go on a lot of bottomless brunches. I do, don't I? That's all I seem to do. I'm actually shocked that I'm okay today. (laughs) I mean, I'm still recovering from that bottomless brunch that we went out on like three weeks ago or whenever it was. I mean, but Josh, you you haven't been out with me. Oh, Harriet, we went on a bottomless brunch with you and you were so hungover that you couldn't have alcohol. So, (laughs) like, you can't try and claim anything. Yeah, from the fucking night before. (laughs) To me, in my defence, they booked this the day after St. Patrick's Day, so... You said that, like, we booked it and dragged you somewhere. That was our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got Bobby Big Potatoes on um, St. Patrick's night and um, there were regrets the next morning. You got what? Bobby Big Is that a drink or is that a saying? No, that's a saying. (laughs) Literally never heard that in my life. Have you guys never heard Bobby Big Potatoes? No. I've learned something new today. Sam, the amount of rubbish that comes out your mouth, Harriet, it goes like that now. I feel like there is a bubble around, like, where I live. Because everyone says that. Bobby Big Potatoes. I just, like, I don't think it's going to sound right if I'm like, I got Bobby Big Potatoes last night. (laughs) (laughs) Was he good? (laughs) That's not how you use it. It's when you get too cocky. You use it when you get too cocky with something. It's not being hungover. It's when you get cocky with something. It's always Bobby Big Potatoes. Like, he's getting cocky, getting (laughs) huffy. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, oh no. Um. Okay. Right. Shall we have a question then Probably. to get us in yeah. the mood? So, our question of the week is: What is the difference between inspiration and motivation, and is it important to differentiate the two? Yes. Yes, they are different. Yes, it is important to differentiate between them. For example, in my head anyway, inspiration is like 
something that just takes you like an idea and you've you've just got to do it or you see something and you're like oh i want to do that and motivation is a not i want to do that motivation is a i have to do that be that for whatever reason you want be that your motivation is i have to do this so i can get money so i can pay my bills or I have to do this because for me, I have to be the best. I feel like inspiration starts the idea and motivation keeps it going. Yeah. So you can be inspired by something, but it'll, it'll just keep going and going and going. But that's motivation. If it stops, you're not motivated by the idea. Yeah. I feel like inspiration doesn't have to have necessarily a reason, does it? You could just be feeling it. No. And then like motivation mm-hmm. is where you sit down and work out that you actually want to turn that into a in you know, your little mo- your little spark of inspiration into something real and like create a project out of it or I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean I, I think inspiration is like almost your unconscious mind going, Oh, maybe you should think about this or maybe you should do this and then the motivation is you consciously making a choice to say, Yeah, I'm gonna go and do that and then finding the reasons for it. I think that's probably a, a good good way to differentiate them. Yeah. Do you think you need to have both? They kinda of work um like hand in hand. Yeah. We started this process I think with a with a lot of inspiration. And then we kind of had to calm ourselves down, I feel. Yeah, we've had to, like, <laughs> to get learn motivation the right. motivation side of it, I mm. think, haven't we? And, like, yeah. understand yeah, that... Yeah, we definitely have. ...how to how to turn a little, like, oh, we just got drunk on a Zoom yeah. having As some fun inspiration <laughs> moments into, like, we actually are going to try and do something with it. But, yeah, yeah, the inspiration by itself wouldn't have got anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened that's great that's that's like the classic that's almost like the zoom version of you know when you're in a bar and you get drunk you're like we should buy a bar yeah that's definitely the zoom version <laughs> that's of that. literally, we should start a podcast it is uh, it's actually so cool and now you're like got 17 episodes in that's amazing yeah yeah now it's like real <laughs> yeah josh has been like our number one fan as well Aww. yes josh thank yeah. you that's all good i really enjoy listening to it it's so funny i'm a few weeks behind i've got to catch up but it um yeah i love it I really enjoy Yay. it. I just think it's great that you've just like decided you're going to do it and now you're just doing it like not mucking about you're just getting on with it and like you're so consistent mm. with it and that's the hardest thing like to be consistent with anything is so hard so yeah to do it over the time that you've done it so far is great and hopefully people are starting to hear you and listen which is great because it's so funny honestly. Yay. Thank you so much thank we really you. appreciate that <laughs> and thank you for coming on I think it's it's exciting for many a reason but also because part of the whole point in us doing this is that is to talk about creating opportunities for yourself, you know, and like kind of taking life by the reins as it were and um, going for the things that you want, which is exactly what you're doing and you're doing it in like a different area, but there are things that link in. And so I'm I'm excited to talk about it. Um, yeah. Shall we move swiftly in then? I was gonna say we could try and um, pick his brain a bit for information for joe yeah, yeah. we want to talk a little bit about that because he's definitely been in that situation do you want to like maybe tell us a little bit about to start off with like what your travel company actually is and why you wanted to start it and what kind of the process was what motivated you yeah of course so i think first the initial motivation came from the fact that i'm not someone that enjoys working for other people i've had a hundred different ideas i've never really known what i wanted to do and then when i was in school i was really fortunate that i got to go to china um 
on a school trip, which is so random, but um, it was wicked and I absolutely loved it. Like the change of culture. I said, right, I'm definitely going to go and like live in Australia, travel New Zealand. And then I kind of left school and got a job and I started working and I worked on in John Lewis, which was pretty cool. And then I did that until I was like 21, 22. And then suddenly I remembered and I was like, you're an idiot. You were supposed to go traveling like two years ago and you haven't done it. So at that point I was like, you know, I was starting to look for a flat, like I'd saved up a deposit. I was, had a really good job at John Lewis. I was a manager of, um, for them. So like I was on a, on a good track and then I literally got to the point where I was about to start looking for places. And then, yeah, I had this thought and I was just like, God, I can't like, if I buy a place now, I'm not going to be able to do all these things. So I, I, in secret, didn't tell anyone just decided to start like looking at trips and book stuff. And I ended up booking flights to New Zealand and Australia and a couple of trips and that. Um, and I didn't tell anyone for ages. I was due to depart in like about eight, nine months. And then about three months out, I told everyone that I was going away for a year. And the reaction was not not very good at all. Oh, really? the parents thought I'd had like a breakdown and lost the plot or something. Like some of my friends even were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you throwing your life away? Um, so yeah and then obviously went away and um and the easiest thing to say i just had like the best time of my life like i lived in australia i traveled new zealand um i came back home for a bit went to southeast asia went to india like it was just a wicked experience like and i learned so much from it and i grew up so much from it during that trip i started working as a travel agent and like that in itself doing that job is it's so fulfilling to to have that feeling of like you've helped that person achieve something they're going to remember for the rest of their life and like for the rest of their life when they tell that story like you're going to be in it because you're the one that helped them get there and I just think that's that's really romantic but it's it's so nice and I love that and then kind of from there for years I said oh, I'm going to start my own travel business a lot like what we were just talking about like I had the inspiration but I just didn't have the motivation I didn't really know what to do I really like even t- to this point today like I'm so scared of failing it for ages I just played around and like in that and I just couldn't get myself out of that headspace and then one day I was just like no like you can do this like you know how it works you know the industry well like you can do this as a job so I just I just went for it and it's been a bit of a roller coaster since then um We've had obviously the pandemic started two weeks after I registered the business, but I kind of knew that was coming when I registered it anyway. But um, but we've had a load of time to work on the brand, and I've got a business partner in Australia as well, so um, he has a lot of contacts there that he he chats to. Um, yeah, I mean we we were having a website built, and the people that were building it disappeared off the face of the earth, so we lost the whole thing. Wow. So I've had to teach myself how to build websites, to do SEO, to do that. So kind of really the whole of the pandemic since sort of the back end of last year has been spent just learning how to do digital marketing and build websites and drive traffic to get leads to to um, get people to book appointments, and finally we're there now. What I'm most proud of really is that you know we did get screwed over massively and we lost a lot of money and the website obviously was nothing it was just empty so to go from that and in six months and and learn what i could and build it back up to be getting to the point where we're getting appointments is is wicked so yeah i'm pretty chuffed very good that's really cool i really like that as like an example of like because when you decide to go for something that you really want you have this like idea in your head, don't you? That's all like romantic and like, Utopia, oh, it's gonna yeah. be amazing. Mm. And my life is just, everything's incredible. And it's really hard. And you have to learn to do things that you don't enjoy doing in order to achieve the goal that you're going for, particularly if you start it from scratch. And that's like just a really good example of that. With like 
what would you say has been the thing that's kept you kind of focused throughout that with the pandemic with losing the website like has there been something that's helped keep you like no i do still want you know like driven um i, I would honestly say probably there are points in the last I'm not going to lie and say 100% of the time I've been motivated because there are weeks where I've literally wanted to throw my laptop at the wall and just walk out and get on a plane and go somewhere. But I, I feel like it, it kind of comes back to what we were saying earlier. It's like a, a lot of things I've tried in the past and, there's, and they've just not worked out. And it's come down to having the motivation to do it. But it, it's just a conscious decision when, you, when you're in that moment when you just think, like, I, just, I won't forget that moment when I just realised that we'd potentially been scammed or someone's robbed us of that. And, and I was just so low for a day. And then I, I just had, I just sat in bed and I was like, I have to pull myself out of this. Like, I can't, if this is going to work, I can't let this beat me. Like, and I'm not going to, and I, I don't, it, these people don't get to decide what happens for my future. And as well as the fact that kind of that going back to that romantic thing that I said earlier about like getting on zoom to chat to people that, just don't know what they're doing at all, being able to put that together and send them away. And just knowing that at some point in the future, I'm going to get back on Zoom with someone or they're going to call me or, or whatever after they've been on that trip. And they're just going to say, like, you've changed my life. I had an amazing time. I think that in the really dark times has got me through because that's the bit I really love. So, yeah, that's what I would, uh, that's what I'd say, really. That's really interesting. I think it was interesting what you said when you said, um, these people don't get to decide my future. So... You're not fully caught up yet, so let's catch you up. Cool. Okay, so Joe, who is our main character, is um, given a promotion at work. They don't fully know if they want to take it because they're kind of like they've just been going through the motions and uh, they go. They were going to go travelling with a partner, and they got like dumped at the altar, basically but they just at the airport and then... Well, I think we decided that they, uh, in the moment of that, decided not to go because they would be going by themselves and didn't really know what they were doing. They get a promotion and something clicks in them and they're just like, what am I doing? When they decided not to go travelling the first time, it had like, you know, like PTSD essentially, where the whole situation and um, and the way that like even like the breakup happened and everything impacted them, that they stopped going for decisions if that makes sense and kind of making choices that they wanted so they've just been like letting life happen to them so then they get offered this promotion and then uh, I don't know if we settled on this but there was like a, an idea that their friend they like maybe go to the pub or something have a chat and their friend is going traveling and is like why don't you go traveling with me so then they've got this choice between go for a promotion in work or leave it and go traveling um, and we kind of liked this idea that the audience can decide what they think they would have done so it could be either way and you know the real achievement for joe is making a decision <laughs> you know and actively going for it but what it's yeah we were like i think it'd be really interesting to get your take on what motivates people to go traveling and to leave the job that they're in because some of that's very similar to the story that you told but yeah. you explained that so much better than I could. Yeah. <laughs> I was just 
Oh, it's just yapping. I didn't know. But that's what I was saying. Ailish is like our translator. Me and Sam just <laughs> chat. And then Ailish goes, so basically, this it's is in what they mean. Yeah. It's in here. It just can't come out of my mouth. It's in my yeah. head. It's perfect. <laughs> can't get it out it's fine you just it's you fun. give me the ideas and the words and then i just put them together <laughs> words. Words. <laughs> um so so I, I think really if i if i think back to like there's one moment that happened to me at work where i kind of where the first thought came into my head almost the inspiration um there's and, always that one and I, there was this guy that used to come in who was notoriously a, a bit of a dick um and he would none of the none of the staff wanted to serve him really because he just used to get angry and shout at people. And then one day he, I was walking around the corner and I could hear him shouting at one of the cashiers. But we ended up in this crazy shouting match between the pair of us. He was like in my face screaming. And then just out of nowhere, I, I just thought, why am I standing here arguing with this man about twenty five p? Like I'm just as bad as him because I'm I'm shouting back at him. <laughs> um, and then. I think like he just kept shouting and shouting and, and I just kind of shut up in the end. And I was just like, what can I think about to not have to, to just get over the fact that he's going to keep screaming at me for another minute. And for some reason, I started thinking about Australia. I have no idea where it came from. No reason. And then I was just like, God, you, like you were meant to go there. Like, why haven't you gone? And then literally that night I went home and I started Googling flights to Australia. Um, but I think the biggest thing really in, in terms of like how I felt in that moment i just felt really a big disappointment in myself to start with to be honest because i'd said oh, i'm going to go and do this to all my family and and everyone and i had these plans and like i just so casually forgotten them i was um, i am an odd for like two weeks and then i was just so confident in my decision to go i was like yeah but in that time i i was worried about what everyone else would think i was worried about walking away from a stable job Obviously, I'd signalled my intentions to start looking for a flat and, or a house or whatever. So everyone kind of knew where I was in terms of that. And I was just going to about turn and disappear. And then once you kind of get over that stuff, which was a was a sort of I booked it long before I was over that. But I just decided in my head, I just need to book something because then it's real. And then I'll actually face up to this stuff. So I, I booked like a full tour of New Zealand. And I was like, and it was, it was expensive. <laughs> so I was like, I'm definitely going, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bail on this. Like this is going to happen now. And I've made that commitment to me and myself. So no matter what happens down this road, I'm going on this trip, no matter what anyone says, no matter what my boss turns around and says, or my parents or my friends or, or anything like that, I've made this decision and I'm going. Um, so that, that in itself made it easier because it was almost like I had proof to myself that I was going to do it and proof to everyone else that I'm serious about this. So, you know, you need to kind of deal with it. The decision that you made to leave your job and to go traveling and to, and, and obviously that has become something that's like one of the most important things in your life and career-wise and everything. Um, so maybe it's slightly different, but would you say that for someone else that wouldn't have been the right decision to make necessarily? Um being from a bias point of view no i i part of the reason i want to you know encourage people to go and travel more is because of the the benefits everyone should get not everyone has a great experience when they go and travel i'm not going to pretend that it's all like sunshine and mojitos and beaches and you know like it's it's not perfect every day but 
in itself like going through that process of having bad days and having no one around you to deal with it teaches you a lot about yourself and and, and overcoming obstacles and stuff like that yeah. so I think there's a big perception of you know people decide to go traveling and it certainly was when I went and, and when a few of my friends have been that they're running away from things that have happened to them in their lives and just ignoring the fact that they need to be an adult but I kind of see it the opposite way and you know when, when you go away on a trip and you relax and you allow yourself to you know have thoughts and think about things that you may not necessarily have done at home and you block those thoughts out or whatever and you know whether that's trauma or something that's happened to you or you know you're just not happy with how things are or whatever when you have time to relax and your mind has time to relax you're, you have time to think about those things and I think it's quite brave to face up to those things and and give yourself the space to to go and decide what you're going to do to you know move forward from that particular situation so yeah I, th I think it's it's a really brave thing to do so I would say it's always a good time to travel. I think it's interesting because Harriet, you're looking at it from a com the complete opposite end, mm. aren't you? Because you don't really, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't feel the need to go and see the world and everything like that. No, I, and you've, I don't. You've stated, yeah. you've also stated that obviously we've, we're going to give the audience a choice. What would they do? Go traveling and stay in their job. And you've stated that you would stay mm. in the job, right? Yeah, I think if it was me in my cut, like my current job, my current situation, I wouldn't go. But for me, it would be throwing it away. But I do still want to travel, but I don't want to be away from home for a long period of time. Well, we've talked briefly before, didn't we? Because you were saying you would need to have a reason like which totally makes sense and i think a lot of people would feel that way where you'd be like why am i going to this country what yeah what's the purpose what's it gonna yeah. benefit me where can my like career fit in you know like what's yeah um which i think is really interesting because there's so many different reasons why everyone does everything <laughs> yeah it's just interesting isn't it what what drives people because like different things drive everyone and it might all end up in the same like decision but it like everyone has like a different kind of like thing in mind about what they're looking for i just find it interesting i, I used to love walking in i haven't done it obviously done it for a long time but check into the hostel for the first time and stay in a dorm and you'd walk in and you'd obviously meet everyone that was in there and you'd, you'd be trying to work out like who's the one that's just here to get like drunk and go to the bar all the time <laughs> who's the one that's going to get up with me and trek up a mountain at four o'clock in the morning like who's the one that's gonna like come on a trip with me and go kayaking or you know who's the one that's here to do some volunteering or who's the one that's just here to meet people you know so you, you meet like a, a real range of people and every single person I met had a different motivation for being there whether they were getting away from something or they were you know there to give back something or they were there because they, you know they were looking for themselves or trying to find themselves um, whatever the reason was it was always different and that makes up a huge part of your experience and even traveling solo that you're never you're never without people around you you know like there's always someone there that you can have a chat to you can get to know and sometimes that's the saddest thing about it because you make all these short-term friendships and you, and you know that you're never gonna necessarily see these people again in your life but yeah. you make such deep connections really quickly because you you're in this closed environment you go and do all these things that usually you do with your mates back home um whether that's going and having a few beers or getting dinner or cooking for each other and sometimes you know necessarily not even things that you do with your mates back home that are a bit more you know so you make these really deep connections with people really quickly and then within two weeks you're, you they're gone and you're on to the next person and sometimes that can be a really tough bit about it as well mm. so yeah thank you for sharing all of this
I feel like I can see Joe's sort of headspace mm. on like his decisions now. His their decisions now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I can see Joe a lot clearer now, and that's helping me yeah. see Corey and Ali clearer. Oh, it's yeah. been really good. And if um, did like, do you have any like social media for Snappacker or anything like that that people can find you on? Yeah, so we've got um, an Instagram, which is Snappacker Travel. Um, so if you follow that, that would be amazing. Um, and then, yeah, our website's www.snappacker.com. Um, so head over there if you want to get some info. You can book an appointment in to chat to little old me and we can start planning your trip. And we do every, we don't just like sit here and, you know, for us, it's not like a sales process where we're trying to like goad you into buying this trip that you don't know much about. Like we want to be there to help you learn how to save money, to learn how to get a job when you're abroad, to be a contact when you get stuck on things like to, to even if you're struggling to tell people that you, you know, your, your loved ones that you're going away on a trip, like we, we can help you with stuff like that. Like it's not just about the, the, the sale of the trip for us. Like, you know, we obviously want to help you build that and that, that bit's the enjoyable bit, but everything else that comes with it, like we want to be there to help you with. So yeah, just please slide into the DMs, go onto the website, book an appointment. That'd be great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, go and follow. We will, we will link all of your stuff as well on ours. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Thank Definitely. you. Don't forget, you can follow us also on Instagram at Dirty Laughs Podcast, or you can email us podcast at dirtylaughs.co.uk. But yes, if you have feedback or maybe you have thoughts on traveling, maybe you've been traveling, you've been in the same situation, maybe you disagree with some of the things we said, whatever you're feeling, let us know. Harriet, I think it's time. Harriet's head scratches. Scratch your head now. I'm actually excited to see what you're going to ask while I'm on here. Right, okay. So this is, um, it's, um, I mean, I'm scraping the barrel when I say linking it to travel. Um, it's a Disney one and you've got to travel to go to Disney. So we're going to link them two together. Um, why does Goofy stand up, but Pluto remains on all fours when they are both dogs? I've literally asked this question to so many people. I'm glad it's a good head scratcher. There Is you Goofy go. a dog? Goofy yes! a dog. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, has? I'd never considered the fact that he was a dog, but he is. Yeah. And he wears oh clothes, God. but Pluto yeah. is treated like... Well, my question is not so much just about Goofy, but it's that all of the animals in... Like, they're all animals. Like, Mickey Mouse is a mouse, and he owns a dog, but the dog is just treated like a normal dog. And, and also, it's very confusing. Here's a counter one as well, speaking of clothes. How come Donald Duck wears a little jacket, but nothing on his bottom half? But then when he gets out of the bath, he ties a towel around his bottom half. There are three head scratches and also, in there. Mickey Mouse is called Mickey Mouse. Donald Duck is called Donald Duck. But Goofy's just called Goofy. Why not Goofy the dog? I really like the idea that there's someone who doesn't watch Disney and doesn't know what any of this means. Someone who's listening and it's like, what are they talking about? If you haven't watched Disney or know nothing about Disney, shame on you. Go educate yourself. Um, I don't have an answer, though, to any of your questions. We need to get someone from Disney on to answer that question. Yeah, we do. Goofy's a cow. Goofy is not a cow. Goofy's a cow. <laughs> There's a whole thing here that says, why can Goofy talk but Pluto can't? This says that um, Disney's got its own version of evolution. Of course it does. So in the same way that, like, we evolved from monkeys, but monkeys still exist, they're saying that, like dogs evolved so like pluto would have evolved into goofy but that those dogs still exist 
I mean, that makes that actually makes sense. Yeah. I'll be honest. I was like, this is not going to be a good one, but that was a pretty good one. And I'm pleased you <laughs> found the answer. It makes sense. I like it. I, I'm actually very glad to have an answer to that question because I've thought about it for a long time. I am too. Thank you, Josh, for coming on. It's been really great to have you and it's been really interesting and insightful and fun. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for having me on as well. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. It's been it lovely well. having you. It, it has. Been. Yes. Shall we just say bye then? Yeah. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Bye. bye. I talk like, um, you know, the girl in Finding Nemo where she's like, hang, 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 hang.